Saturday y'all happy Saturday thank you for joining me today I'm live on TikTok right now let's do it <laughs> let's do the dang thing what's up TikTok I got three people watching two people watching someone's inviting me to go live I'm definitely declining that I'm sorry I'm live streaming right now um, yeah and I'll, as always you can you can catch my live stream Saturday mornings 10 a.m. I got a second live stream this afternoon at 1:30 special interview with the New Columbia Movement. Um, so tune in later today for that. Uh, 1.30 Central Time. Right now is 10 a.m. Central Time. I'm live every Saturday, except for next week, one week break. After that, <laughs> after these few exceptions, we live stream every, every Saturday, 10 a.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Eastern, whatever that is Pacific, uh, 8 a.m. I think. But... Welcome in, y'all. Happy Saturday. Happy almost 4th of July. Happy America's birthday. I am Sean Corey. You can find all my links and content and all that stuff at seanvplanet.com. Live streams, podcasts, um, good news for my dudes, devotional streams. You can find links to that, a link on that on my website. Good series I got going. People seem to be enjoying it a lot. Um, you can find my appearances on all the, all the other podcasts I've been on. I'm going to be on Hanging with Bears again in the next month. I'm going to be on Stephen Ignoramus again in the next month. And I got another um, potential booking in August to be on another podcast. So you can find those on SeanVPlanet.com. And just search SeanVPlanet, S-E-A-N-V-P-L-A-N-E-T on your favorite social media site. I'm probably there <laughs> being ridiculous. Um, and you can find all my stuff on my BitChute channel, my YouTube channel, and just on your favorite podcast app. Follow, share, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your enemies, and you know, just spread this heat. <laughs> spread this heat around. Um, yeah, again, we have two streams today. Don't really do that. Not coming, not, not, not streaming next week because I'm going to be on a beach retreat in uh, Florida with my Bible study group. So two streams today. One is an interview with the New Columbia Movement Boys at 1.30 Eastern Time. 2.30, or 2.30 Eastern Time, 1.30 Central Time this afternoon in a few hours after this stream is over. Two streams today. One right now that you're watching, you're listening to live here on TikTok with me or here in the chat with my girlfriend um, telling me I look handsome and that she loves my shirt in the chat. Uh, <laughs> love you, babe. Um, and yeah, or if you're just watching this on replay, um, click next and check out the interview I'm going to have later today or next on your feed with the new Columbia movement. Um, my boy Nick. It's going to come on here. Um, he was back with me on live stream 36. 
And he's going to come on today again for live stream 57 to talk about just America, liberty, politics, philosophy, theology, you know, society and the future of our people, <laughs> the future of our nation. And that should be a fun time. So if you're here live with me now, make sure to tune back in later today for that. And if this is a replay for you, um, yeah, just make sure you keep hitting next on the binge you're on, on my, uh, <laughs> either on YouTube bitch you videos or on the podcast apps. Um, but today, this morning, we're talking about two very important moments and lessons from the gospel. Two very memorable, important, and interesting encounters that people had with the living Jesus, the living Christ. So we're going to be reading a bit from the Bible, um, I use the Orthodox Study Bible, Orthodox Study Bible. It is, um, the translation is the New King James, which I like. It's my primary source. I've read the Bible all the way through in the NIV and mostly like a lot of, like a lot of passages and scriptures. I usually just kind of open up random and read <laughs> three to five chapters every day or every night, um, usually from the CSB. And sometimes I read from the message, the message Bible. But all of those should be like secondary sources. I think that the New King James is a good version if you understand the Bible. <laughs> if you understand, you have the Holy Spirit in you, working through you, with you, in you at all times, guiding you, showing you. I do think the New King James version is a really good one. I'm also not a snob about it. <laughs> I'm not a snob about my preferred uh, translation of the Bible or my denomination versus your denomination. Um, I think just whatever helps bring you to the truth and the love and the beauty and the goodness of our Lord, our Savior, our Creator, whatever does that for you is great. Um, I like like the Message Bible, but you know sometimes some of those translations can get a little off topic and really miss the point and kind of lead you astray. But if you do just have the Holy Spirit working in you, which is what we'll get to today, um, that shouldn't be a problem. It should guide and correct you and lead you back on your on your path um yeah what's up tiktok following the heat <laughs> following the heat spread the heat don't just follow the heat follow share subscribe spread this heat and uh yeah send me chat questions tiktok and d live and youtube and periscope um and trovo and no longer on twitch gave up gave up on twitch but yeah let's get into it this this live the stream is called rich and thirsty all right because we got two important stories two important lessons from two different people from different situations encountering Jesus and the first one is from John 4 John 4 a woman at a well we're going to read it and then I'm going to I'm I'm thinking I want to talk I mean this is a study bible it has really good explanations of how like the orthodox church perceives these scriptures so we'll get into that after I read but we'll get into it. Um, again, John chapter 4, the Samaritan woman. Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, he left Judea and departed again to Galilee, but he needed to go through Samaria. So he came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son, Joseph. Now, Jacob's well was there. His well was still there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman from Samaria, well, sixth hour is about noon, by the way. It's about the middle of the day. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink. You would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. 
Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water, springing up into everlasting life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst, nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You have well said, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband. In that you spoke truly. In that you spoke truly. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Women, Jesus said to her, Woman, (laughs) Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither, you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now. The hour is coming and is now when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I speak to you and am he. I am. At this point, his disciples came, and they marveled that he talked with a woman. Yet no one said, What do you seek? Or why are you talking with her? The woman then left her water pot, went her way into the city, and said to all the men there, Come, see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came to him. In the meantime, his disciples urged him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. Therefore the disciples said to one another, Has anyone brought him anything to eat? Jesus responded to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, and to finish his work. Do you not say, There are still four months, and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, Lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life, that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in this the saying is true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labors. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified. He told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans had come to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed there for two days. And many more believed because of his own word. Then they said to the woman, Now we believe, not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him, and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. 
Now after two days he departed from there and went to Galilee. For Jesus himself testified that a prophet has no honor in his own country. So when he came to Galilee, the Galileans received him, having seen all the things he did in Jerusalem at the feast, for they had also gone to the feast. Amen. <laughs> Amen. What up, gang? What's up, Stephen? My boy, Stephen Ignoramus, going to be on his podcast or on his uh, live stream Wednesday nights. Tune into that. Rich and Thirsty is the name of me and Sean's rap duo we are launching next month. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be on the lookout for my for my rap album dropping next month uh, with Steven Ignoramus uh, called Rich and Thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Morning said, my dude. The boys, the boys are in town. What's going on? The boys are in town and they believe not because of what the woman said but because they have heard for themselves. Yeah, this is amazing. Isn't this just, isn't that, isn't that story just amazing? <laughs> By the way, everyone on TikTok, I have a guy in my TikTok chat saying, Hail Satan, Hail Lucifer. Yeah. Welcome in. <laughs> Welcome in, you thirsty boy. Uh, and uh, find your way to the living water. Rejoice, because the living water is before you. Um yeah 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 Samaria Samaria was an outcast place in this time it was not a biblical not a uh, a uh, what you would call insider place it was the place where outcasts went they um, did not follow the laws and customs of the Jews of the day they were seen as um, unclean or unpure or unrighteous um, they were uh, descendants of Abraham, but who along the line, you know, bred with Gentiles, <laughs> became, uh, you know, sinners, therefore, became unworthy of, you know, being God's chosen people. And we're going to get into this, why Jesus decided to come here and first start his, his ministry here with a woman, an outcast Samaritan woman. Um and the beauty and importance of that. Um, the Samaritans were a mixed race and traditional enemies of the Jews. Although they worshiped the God of Israel and were also awaiting the Messiah, they, accept only, only, they accepted only the first five books of the Old Testament as their scriptures. They had built their own temple on Mount Gerizim, Gerizim, which the Jews destroyed in 128 B.C. Um, living water in the ordinary sense means fresh flowing water from a stream or spring rather than from a pond or cistern Christ uses the term to mean the grace of the Holy Spirit that leads to eternal life this gift not only remains in a person but is so abundant it overflows to others the woman misunderstands Christ and asks are you greater than our father Jacob in the scriptures, Jacob is a type of Christ, for he received the vision of the divine ladder, which Christ fulfills. Furthermore, just as Jacob gave this well for earthly life, now Christ gives the well of the Holy Spirit for eternal life. Since Jesus perceived she was living with a man without being married, and as he knew of her string of husbands, the woman perceives he is a prophet. As the Samaritans did not accept any prophets after Moses, the only prophet they expected was the Messiah, whom, G whom Moses foretold. Christ's insight into people's hearts, reported many times in the Gospels, underscores his divine nature. If Jesus was indeed the expected prophet, then he could settle the historical argument about where worship was to take place. Jesus refuses to answer such an earthly question and elevates the discussion to the manner in which people ought to worship. Even more importantly, he turns the attention to the one we worship, God himself. The Father is worshipped in spirit, that is, in the Holy Spirit, and in truth, that is, in Christ himself. And according to Christ's revelation, God is spirit. 
God cannot be defined to a particular location. Those who receive the Holy Spirit and believe in Jesus Christ can worship God the Father with purity of heart. Salvation is of the Jews. The Lord affirms that this true revelation comes from Judaism. The commonwealth of Israel was the school of the knowledge of God for all the nations. More importantly, Jesus is testifying that the Messiah, who was prophesied among the Jews, has risen from among the Jews, while the gift of salvation in Christ is to all nations. The gift of salvation in Christ is to all nations. It has come from within Judaism. The hour refers to the death and resurrection of Christ and to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, which inaugurates the worship of the new covenant. I who speak to you am he is literally translated, I am. I am. I am is the divine name of God. Its use indicates a the theophany. Theop I I've heard it theophany and theophany. Theophany, or revelation of God himself. The use of this name by a mere man was considered blasphemy and punishable by death. However, as Jesus is divine, his use of this name reveals his unity with the Father and the Holy Spirit. Indeed, he is God incarnate. Let me see here. That these foreigners are among the first to recognize Jesus as the Savior of the world shows the gospel is for all people in every nation. That's a crucial part. I'm already getting into this. That these foreigners of Samarita, I forget the word, where, Gethsemane? Not Gethsemane. Where are they at? Just read it. Oh well. They're in Samarita. It's a city in Samarita. <laughs> a well outside of a city in Samarita. That these foreigners of this city are among the first to recognize Jesus as the Savior of the world shows the gospel is for all people, all people in every nation. His own country is Galilee. Galileans were present at Jerusalem during the Passover when Jesus performed many signs. While the Galileans received Christ, having seen his signs, St. John Chrysostom gives greater credit to the Samaritans for accepting Christ based on words alone without the accompanying signs. Without the accompanying signs. Yes. Wow, I didn't know that about the Samaritans, that they accepted Moses and the prophets before him. I thought they were basically pagan. Very cool info. Yeah, Samaritans were very interesting. They were um, the descendants of, I know Abraham, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm, and Jacob. And then the lineage, I am still very ignorant on. <laughs> the exact lineage of all of that. But basically, they were descendants of Jacob who kind of you know, bred with Gentiles, people from other lands, like the Assyrians, um, like the Lebanese, like the northern tribes, and like the Babylonians, like people from like the, the north and the west or the east of them. And so like the Jews of Judea basically like considered them like unclean, unpure, basically like a like their bloodline was um, unclean or unpure, you know, the racist Jews. <laughs> you know how racist those Jews are. Um, <laughs> you know how racist they can be um, but yeah they were like basically like kind of considered like the inbred cousins of the Jews and they also denied the prophets and they denied the, the spoken word like the teachings of like the Pharisees the Sadducees all of the rulers of Judea the kings like David like they would you know like the Samaritans basically were like um, you know not all cool with David, <laughs> you know, they're like not cool with like David or like any of the kings or the judges that kind of came after Moses. Um, um, yeah.
Yeah, it's interesting. But let's get into it because this is so important. This is so important. And this is part one. Remember, this is one of two important lessons we're going to be talking about today. The first one, this one, Jesus, the woman, and the well. Jesus is evangelizing an outcast woman. She comes to salvation and then is used by God to bring salvation to the rest of her village. Many Samaritans believed in the word because of her faith. This short story has so many lessons that we can learn. Importantly, what the gospel offers, what it demands, and how we can spread it to those who need it. The entirety of the book of John, as stated in chapter 20, is that these things are written that you might believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and in believing in him, you might have life in his name. This woman's conversion is the secondary purpose, the primary purpose. So again, the woman's conversion here, the point of the story, the woman at the well, the woman herself, is the secondary purpose. The primary purpose is is that, is that it is declared that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, the Savior, the light, the life, and the living water that so many thirst for. Say hi, too tricky. I don't know what that means. TikTok chat is so crazy. <laughs> the TikTok chat is so insane and random and crazy. I love it. Um, <laughs> and like 20 people will join and then like they'll all leave and like 10 more people will join and they'll all leave. Yeah. I'm getting like hail Satans and hail Lucifers and stuff. So wild. But again, those are the people. Those are the people who are thirsty, whether they know it or not, and they need living water. So I don't think there's any coincidence why God is bringing them here today to hear this. Um, yeah. Again, the woman's conversion is secondary. The primary purpose is the declaration of Jesus as the Messiah. God is no respecter of persons. God is no respecter of persons. This message of salvation for sinners is not given to a religious leader, a politician, a wealthy man, or some influential person. Not the Pharisees, not the Sadducees, not the anyone else, any of the blood, the pure bloodline people. Um, it is first delivered in the middle of Samaria <laughs> to an outcast and sinful woman, you know, in the inbred cousin place of Samaria. And then within that place, an outcasted, sinful woman. Woman, you know. A truly low, poor, immoral, uneducated, outcast soul that wasn't seeking for a savior on her own. She was just lustful, lonely, suffering, and thirsty. She encountered the truth and the love of God. She believed she was saved and then brought that salvation to the rest of her people. Moral outcasts and spiritually poor are valued, known, and loved by our God. Moral outcasts, all of the outcasts and the sinners, are spiritually loved and known by our God, our Savior. Jesus was not ashamed of taking a drink from a foreigner and even one that was a woman, who in that day women were basically considered property, not individual unique souls. Um, let's turn this TikTok off, sorry. Too distracting. Too much nonsense. <laughs> Should have known. <yeah. laughs> Should have known. Um, but, again, getting back to it, Everyone who thirsts, everyone who thirsts may come and drink from the living water. I am, that phrase I am, is first used in this passage, then six more times in John, specifically to signify that Jesus of Nazareth was in fact the prophesied Son of God. So according to the inspired work of someone who was there, John, someone who was there when it happened, 
The first person on earth who was told that Jesus is God was an outcast, a foreigner, and a woman. Could you possibly have picked a more unpredictable? <laughs> Could you have possibly predicted someone who was less deserving to encounter God? You know, in the perspective of those living then and there in that time, in that place, with those beliefs, those customs, those traditions. Someone from the rival country, the inbred cousin country, someone who was in that country in and of itself, an outcast, a sinner, an adulteress. And a woman, <laughs> you know, it was like, how much more of an outcast could you possibly be? And that is the person that Jesus specifically picked to first tell that he was the prophesied Messiah. And that was the first person to believe and then go and testify, go and evangelize to her whole town. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> first person on earth. Who Jesus, who was told that Jesus is God, was an outcast, a foreigner, and a woman. Now you might say, weren't there disciples? Didn't weren't there disciples? Weren't there people before that followed Jesus? And that's true, but they weren't informed that Jesus was God. They were shown signs and miracles. They were calling him Rabbi. They thought he was te a teacher. They thought he was a prophet, some kind of special person, and they were willing to to lay down their, their nets, lay down their professions, their careers, their lives, and follow him. But they had no idea that Jesus was God, yet at least. The first person who Jesus said that to was an outcast, a foreigner, and a woman. This man, this son of God, welcomes sinners, outcasts, women. <laughs> Can you believe that? He welcomed women in. Foreigners, the weak the broken, the sick, and the poor people. All are welcomed into the kingdom if they merely believe, repent, and obey the true creator of all. Jesus released her of the shame, the guilt. He lets her overcome her sin. And the harvest from this one lady, the fish, the amount of fish that were caught from this one experience is profound and astonishing and it continues to do so 2000 plus years later and that concept of catching fish will be talked about in the next few weeks um i got a stream prepared about uh catching fish at first in the story jesus is thirsty and needs her water then he turns it around and shows that he is the one who is thirsty that she is the one who is thirsty and needs the water that only he can provide always remember their salvation for sinners it's so crucial yeah tiktok is asshole <laughs> yeah yeah i'm looking it up right now they are descendants of the half tribes of ephraim and manasseh yeah are we as excited about salvation as when we were first born again, us Christians? Do we, as Christians here today, listening to me now, interacting with me now in the chat, listening at a later date, do we, us Christians here and now, witness with the enthusiasm of a new believer? Are we as excited about salvation as when we were first born again? Are we as excited about spreading the good news to sinners? that we ourselves received as sinners who accepted that and accepted the Holy Spirit within us? Are we as excited about salvation as when we were for first born again? Are we ready to run and tell those in our life about the salvation afforded to us by our Lord, our Creator? Or are you still thirsty? Are you in the need of living water? and still need to meet and know Jesus? He is waiting to build a relationship with you? It starts in the Word, then carries on inside of you through the Spirit given to you through genuine faith. Get a Bible. <laughs> All you non-Christians here today, get a Bible or just a New Testament, um, just, just a book that is in the New Testament scriptures the gospel itself, 
get one of those. Um, I suggest the ESV or the NIV or the CSB if you're starting. Um, English Standard Version or New International Version or Christian Standard Bible translations. Those are the best to start with, the easiest to comprehend. They don't drift or stray too far from the original translation, the original premises of everything. They don't take too many liberties and they're easy to understand. And um, if you have a Bible, skip through most of the book and get to um, the book of Luke. Read it. Read the book of Luke. If you're a first-time Bible reader, if you are a sinner, if you know you're a sinner and you need a Savior, if you are thirsty and you're looking for the water that will satisfy your thirst, get a Bible or a New Testament, skip forward to the book of Luke, and please start reading it. Read it with an open heart, an open mind. Read it, know it, understand it. And after that, um, I suggest the book of John. And after that, I recommend just finding some believers to converse with and to ask questions. Join a Bible study group. Start going to different churches and kind of listening to what they have to say. Listen to sermons online. Um, but it really starts with reading, reading the gospel itself, knowing it, understanding it with an open heart and open mind. Um, then fellowship. Then fellowship and ask questions from people who are stronger in the faith or closer, you know, more, more involved in the faith than you now, as of now, yet. And let them help guide you. Let them help uh, you understand if you have questions. And I, myself, Sean, this guy, <laughs> is open and available to be contacted and interacted with. I'm not just some face on a screen. Um, I will interact with you. My DMs are open. Sean B. Planet on like Instagram. You can send me Telegram messages, uh, Twitter, all that stuff. Not Sean B. Planet on Twitter. Um, you can join my Discord or send me letters and stuff in my P.O. Box. I have pen pal friends that I write handwritten letters back and forth with to my P.O. Box. If you're handwriting it, please make it legible. <laughs> and the Discord link and the P.O. Box info is in my show notes or on my website. If you are thirsty, know that the water you need is always waiting for you. When you are ready to never thirst again, dive into the word. And then ask someone who has to introduce you to the salvation of the gospel. If you are thirsty, know that there is the water you need out there. And it starts in the gospel. The word itself. In the beginning was the word. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. There, yeah. TikTok. <laughs> Stephen Ignoramus just joined TikTok and followed me. Yeah. Welcome to welcome to hell. <laughs> TikTok is the worst place ever and the best place ever. Um, it truly is like a despicable ground of just, you know, skin and sin. <laughs> they should probably just rebrand themselves as skin and sin. Um, but also, there is a lot of gospel. There's a lot of salvation being spread. There's actually a lot of like... Christian people spreading the word, interacting, conversing with, um, refuting false teachings, that kind of thing. There's a lot of like good information on there. There's homesteading videos. Um, it's kind of like every bit of technology. Like it can be used so awfully and so horribly, but it can also be used for good. <laughs> you know, you can use YouTube to watch a James Charles video that teaches your little little teenage son to become a woman, <laughs> wear makeup and become a woman. Or you can use YouTube to watch a video that teaches you how to mill wood, <laughs> grow, you know, feed chickens or, um, you know, cut trees down or, you know, learn, like get a sermon from, you know, some preacher you'd never go to in another state or another country. So there's so much good that can be gained from these sites there's also so much evil and and wickedness in these sites tiktok is great if you if you block everyone you see just go through and every time you see some girl dancing in some skimpy clothes or doing some sexually dance some sexual dance blocker <laughs> if you see some guy talking about like drugs and sex and rapping and stuff block him and uh <laughs> yeah. 
And there's, it really does have a good algorithm system where the more you, you, the more you search out and watch and find what's good, it'll start putting good in front of your face. It's always still going to drift you away from the fact and kind of go with what's trending. And obviously what's trending and popular and cool are hot girls in skimpy clothes dancing around. But if you can use TikTok to your, to, you know, kind of filter that stuff out, the algorithms will help you kind of filter that stuff out. And at this point, my feed is just nothing. But every time I scroll a video, it's like, some kind of farming advice or <laughs> homesteading advice, or it's someone just preaching some kind of gospel message. Uh, and you can find a lot of really good people doing really good things on that thing, on that uh, skin and sin website. Yeah, Stephen Agramus says, skin and sin was my rap duo when I was 20. Glad it didn't work out. <laughs> I'm glad it didn't work out too, you know, because he wouldn't have rich and thirsty coming out, <laughs> dropping next week. Uh, dropping next month. Eligibility legibility is the name of my new solo project. I'm starting next month. Yeah. <laughs> nice said. Can't wait for the EP. Said in the amazing Technicolor Boomer side project still interests me. <laughs> Kraut rock. Kraut rock. It really interests me. Says Steve. <laughs> my dudes. My dudes, keeping it real in the chat. Um, <laughs> yeah, skin and sin. Skin and sin of TikTok. All right. Well, let's get into the second. <laughs> All that nonsense being, being, being said. Let's get into our second important lesson of the day. That uh, is a pretty stark contrast to the, to the woman at the well. And is the rich young ruler. The rich young ruler. So again, we're going to read here Mark 10. Mark chapter 10. Turn with me here. <laughs> you want to turn, turn and follow along here? Or Mark 10, chapter 17. Now, as he was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before him, and asked him, Good teacher. What shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one. That is God. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said to him, Teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. Then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, One thing you lack. Go your way. Sell whatever you have and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross and follow me. But he was sad at this word and went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions, for he had great possessions. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard is it for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God? And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answered again and said to them, children. How hard is it for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were greatly astonished, saying among themselves, Who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, With men it is impossible but not with god for with god all things are possible then peter began to say to him see we have left all and followed you so jesus answered and said assuredly i say to you there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels, who shall not receive 
a hundredfold now in this time. Houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last first. But many who are first will be last and the last first. So, <laughs> so, this story is essentially the tragedy of a selfish seeker. Jesus gave the eager man a mission, a test. The selfish seeker, the man who had it all, wanted more. And Jesus gave the man a mission, gave the man a test, and he failed, <laughs> failed miserably. The man was asking the right question. The man had the right question. How do I inherit eternal life? How do I enter into the kingdom? But, but he didn't like the answer. The man failed the test and the cost because the cost was too high. Jesus knew his heart and was exposing his heart. He had to choose between his possessions, his love of the earth, the here and now that he had, he had to choose between all of that and Jesus' love, real love, true love, eternal love, unconditional love. Materialism in excess stands in opposition to the call to live for and follow Jesus. The treasure, the real treasure, was in heaven. Jesus was inviting him to a better reward than what was here and now. He wasn't attempting to strip the man of his pleasure, but offering him so much more, eternal life and salvation. The crucial phrase I love so much is that Jesus loved him. Jesus looked at him and loved him. Then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, one thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross, and follow me. What is love other than telling someone the truth that they need? The truth that is, you are a sinner and you need salvation from it. You need to be saved. You need to be born again. You are living in death and you must be born again to have life. What is love other than telling someone that? Other than telling someone you are going to suffer and die in eternity. And I love you so much that I don't want that to happen to you. And I'm going to tell you and show you the truth that you need, which is salvation. <laughs> the truth that you need, which is faith in Christ. No greater love than that. Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said, the gospel, the gospel truth. That is real love. True love is telling people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. Telling people the truth that will lead them to eternal salvation and treasure in heaven and not just temporary feelings and temporary rewards. More stuff here and now, but etern an eternal place at the table that is awaiting you in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus looked at him and loved him. The wealth isn't the issue. The wealth isn't the issue. And people will quote this whole thing out of context, the, the camel through a needle's eye. That isn't really exactly what's being talked about here. It's not necessarily wealth in and of itself. It's not, that's not the issue. The issue here is placing one's hope and love over that of Jesus and his salvation. The cost of following him is high. Are you willing to pay it? The cost of following Christ is high, here and now. 
Are you willing to pay it? And if a rich man is unwilling to give his possessions away and follow Christ, he is unwilling to pay the price. The cost of following him is high. Now, I forgot to even look this up, but we're going to go to Matthew 13. The parable of the sower. On the same day, so Matthew 13 reads, On the same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea, and great multitudes were gathered together to him, so that he got into the boat and sat. And the whole multitude stood on the shore. Then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched and because they had no root they withered away and some fell among thorns and the thorns sprang up and choked them but others fell on good ground and yielded a crop some a hundredfold some sixty some thirty he who has ears to hear let him hear he who has ears to hear let him hear the notes say, in, in the Old Testament, metaphors of sowing and harvesting are common, as this was part of daily life. Here, Jesus reveals himself as the promised Messiah, the sower in the earth, who had been foretold in Isaiah 55. The mysteries of the kingdom are not merely obscure concepts or some religious truths only for the elite, nor is the understanding of the parables simply an intellectual process. Even the disciples find the message hard to understand. While Jesus taught the same message to all, it is the simple and innocent who are open to its message. Yeah. Yeah. Find something worth losing everything for. Find something worth losing everything for. Everlasting treasure, not just temporary rewards. Step into obedience. Always step into obedience. Assess your life. Repent for what needs to be repented for. <laughs> Forgive what needs to be forgiven and obey what should be obeyed. If we took seriously the call to pick up our cross, deny ourselves, and follow him, in what ways would our lives have to change? You don't have to be a rich young man to have a lot, to, a lot that is required to abandon in your current life, your current living. If we took seriously the call of Christ to pick up our cross, deny ourselves, and follow him, in what ways would our lives have to change? What parts of our lives are going to be the most difficult in abandoning? What false idols are you clinging to that are going to be the most difficult to abandon? Do you want a more satisfying life here and now? Or the eternal reward afforded to you by God in his kingdom? Do you want, ask yourself truly, do you want a more satisfying life here and now, in this place, right now? Or do you want the eternal, everlasting reward afforded to you by God in his kingdom? The rich man, clearly, we, we read this now and it's easy, to, it's easy to say this in retrospect, but are you doing it in your own life? You are the rich young ruler, whether you know it or not. Are you going to do the same thing? Are you going to fail the test like he did? Yeah, it might not be riches and lands and titles, but it might be other false idols. It might be a sense of security, a healthy body, long, long lives, long years here on earth. 
a nice house, a nice car, you know, popularity, status in the community, high ranking in the church, whatever it may be. Are you clinging to idols, pleasure, entertainment, stuff? And are you willing to abandon that all and follow Jesus? Answer the call and follow him in all his right ways. Are you truly able and willing to do that? You are the rich man. Don't forget that. But you don't have to be. You don't have to be. You don't need to continue to be that way. The rich man, you and I, should have walked into a life with Jesus, but walked away sad, nameless, and unrewarded. He asked a question and didn't like the answer. He was given a mission. He was given a mission by God and did not choose to accept it. He refused the truth and refused to be obedient to the Lord. Are you doing the same? Do not fall victim to evil anymore. You have, don't do it anymore. Confess that Jesus is Lord, that you will serve the Father and recognize the sacrifice of his Son, and know that his grace is given to you through faithfulness, obedience, trust, and love. Saved by grace through faith in the one true God and all his right ways. Seek and you shall find. Follow and you shall be free. Follow him, not your false idols. Follow him and not your false idols. Seek God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. Yeah, 100% says 100%. Yep. True, you can't have rich and thirsty if there's sin and skin. <laughs> Which one of you is a little rich and a little thirsty? This is one of the topics when he comes on the show Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, I'll be on Stephen Ignoramus' live stream um, Wednesday night. Wednesday night, the 7th, July 7th. And again, later today, I am interviewing Nick from the New Columbia Movement at 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central Time, later today. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. So, so let's get into these two stories. <laughs> and then we'll call, it, we'll call it a wrap. We'll get to the end here. We'll wrap up today. Um, hopefully I ladled enough gravy for you. These two stories, the rich and the thirsty. A little rich and a little thirsty. <laughs> I mean, compare and contrast it. The woman, the outcast, the Samaritan woman, the, the Samaritan sinful woman. That person is the one who does the right thing. The rich, impressive, you know, high status, obeyed the law his whole life, man, walks away sad and nameless without a place in the kingdom. These two stories are such a stark contrast um, and give you examples of what to do and what not to do when you encounter the gospel, when you encounter Christ himself. These two stories, the woman at the well and the rich young ruler, show different lives and different reactions to the good news that is the gospel. And to put the gospel simply, it is the truth about Jesus and it is salvation for sinners. You are a sinner, and this is your salvation. And the good news is that it's given to you. It's given to all, all peoples, and all lands, and all nations. All men, all women, all children, all young, all old, all weak, all poor, all rich. It's given to everybody. It's afforded to a, an outcast woman in an outcast land at a well. <laughs> And it's given to a rich young ruler from a high society, high status position. The gospel is given to everyone. The good news of the gospel is that it is given to everyone. But, but, are you willing to accept it? Are you willing to believe it? 
Are you willing to live it out and carry through with it? Are you willing to have faith and trust in it? The good news of the gospel is that you, there is salvation for sinners. But are you willing to accept the salvation? Those who are thirsty, who need salvation, will find what they are looking for in the one who came to save. Those who are thirsty will find what they need in the one. Those who are rich, that is those who are satisfied in their current lives and living situations, will not find the salvation that they too also need. They will seek the pleasures of this world and not the treasures awaiting us in eternity. All, all, <laughs> bold, big, bold letters, all are welcomed into the Lord's kingdom. But they must accept and believe in the atoning sacrifice and work of Jesus Christ, the true and only Son of God. Those who are thirsty will find living water. Those who are satisfied in their riches will suffer the eternal consequences. Are you going to choose to live for now, or will you choose the living water? The gospel is awaiting you, now or later, right now or sometime later, it is awaiting you. Make sure you know, believe, trust, obey, love, and fear only your true creator, your father in heaven, and accept his only son as the sacrifice for your sin, to receive the Holy Spirit and your eternal place in his kingdom. You can reach out to me again, as always, me, Sean, Sean Corey. You can reach out to me with questions or concerns, private conversations. You can have private conversations with me or just fellowship with me online, um, in person if you're in Nashville area or Tennessee area. My DMs are always open at Sean V Planet on most social media stuff, sites, you can find my P.O. Box info in the show notes and write me letters that I will respond to. You have a purpose here and now, as well as in eternity. Your life and your soul have meaning, truly. You have, a, you have salvation afforded to you already. You just need to meet, recognize, know, confess, and obey him. So many like myself are out here ready to help you do so ready and willing, and would love to help you find the salvation you need, if you haven't already. I love y'all. I believe in y'all. There are good, true, and beautiful things out there still, and you will find them when you seek God in all his right ways. All his right ways. Again, I'm going to be back here in a few hours if you're here with me live. I'll be back in a few hours with Nick from the New Columbia Movement. Tune in again to uh, chat and ask questions. Um, if you're watching or listening to this at a later date, just click next on the button. <laughs> just click next next episode on the button to hear and catch that um, on our YouTube browser or whatever. Next week, there again, next week, there'll be no stream. I'll be out of town um, down in Florida on a little beach retreat with my Bible study group. But keep an eye out for some good news with my dudes episodes um, by me from the beach. And my girlfriend might actually be on one of those. So we'll see. Might be, might be, might be a good news for my chicks. <laughs> good news for the ladies uh, with, my, with my girlfriend and her women's devotional book. We'll see. But regardless, there'll be a couple episodes coming from me on the beach. Good news for my dudes. So look out for that next week. No stream next Saturday. I will either see y'all in a couple hours or in a couple weeks. Until then, you know, just go out, do good, be good, love and be loved. Accept your salvation. Accept it. Love you guys. Follow Sean on social media at Sean B. Planet. His podcast audio is on the Sean B. Planet channel. 
on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. His videos are on YouTube and BitChute. Live streams on DLive and Twitch. Blogs, links, and other stuff can be found at SeanBlanet.com. A lot of my artwork comes from a good man and friend of mine, Timmy J. Follow him on Instagram at S-W-I-T-C-H-B-A-X. His company, Mountain Folk, is amazing. They promote artists, they create mesmerizing art, and they sell comfy clothing that helps support groups that are fighting against human trafficking. Be sure to follow at F-O-L-K-M-T-N on Instagram, as well as at M-T-N-F-O-L-K-S-H-O-P. And be sure to shop at mtn.folk.shop. This is not a paid ad. Just help good people do good things.